Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on mindset and wellness for sensitive souls. If this is your first time tuning in, hello. I'm so happy to have you. Welcome to the love tribe. And if you are returning, then welcome back. I'm happy to have you again. So today we're diving in and we're talking about reinventing our self-concept. Now, for those of you that have not heard of what a self-concept is, basically it's just what do you believe about yourself? But it's a little bit deeper than that. It's really about what do you believe about who you are in all areas of your life? What do you believe about yourself in relationships? What do you believe about yourself when it comes to success, career, finances? What do you believe about yourself when it comes to health? What do you believe about who you are appearance-wise? And the list can go on and on. But the truth of the matter is we have a belief about ourselves in every aspect of our lives. And so I want us to really focus on how we can shift those beliefs that aren't serving us into beliefs that do serve us. Because while you can change your habits, you can shift your mindset, and this is part of it though, right? You can shift your outfits and the way that you dress and the way that you represent yourself. But ultimately, what you believe about yourself is going to affect how much abundance, how much joy, how much life you allow for yourself to experience. And it can be really challenging. Like I'm going to tell you guys all this stuff, (laughs) but even for myself, I have to work on it too, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, we should give it some attention. So let's go ahead and dive in and focus on ways that we can reinvent our self-concept. So I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, Do you think highly of yourself or do you think low of yourself or do you think low of yourself in certain areas of your life? Like maybe you think really highly of yourself when it comes to career, but in relationships, ugh, not so much. Or maybe you think highly of yourself in relationships and you've worked through that, you feel good about that, but when it comes to maybe starting something new like starting a new hobby or even starting a new business, ooh, right? We might feel like, ooh, I don't think so highly of myself right now. And that is very common. I'll never forget, I was actually grocery shopping and I bought some lobster. I enjoy having lobster every once in a while and it's just something I add into my diet because I don't eat beef or chicken or whatever. And so I went to the grocery store and I checked out and the cashier was like, oh, wow, you're getting lobster? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, oh, I just, I don't know. I don't think I could bring myself to, you know, buy lobster for myself. And I was like, oh, well, you know, okay. Well, I thought, you know, maybe she meant like, maybe she doesn't like it, but she was just like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think that highly of myself to eat lobster or to like go to Red Lobster or something like that. And I was just like, oh, like inside I was like, oh my God, are you serious? It's lobster. In fact, quick side note, did you know lobster was jail food 
at one point. Like they had just had so much of it that they just fed it to them as jail food. Like it really wasn't this prestigious thing as some people categorize lobster under. So for me, it hurt my heart. It hurt my soul to hear her say something like that. Like, I don't deserve lobster. I'm like, what? And she was just like, I don't think that highly of myself. You know, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm really worthy of something like that. And some of you guys are going to sit here and be like, what a joke. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, that's not real. Some of you are going to be like, well, yeah, like I, I feel like that too. And some of you guys are going to be like, you know, man, like that's so interesting how we're all so different and what we feel like we deserve. And in that, you know, I just gave her some words of encouragement as much as I could. Like sometimes it can be annoying. Like you're, you're great. Don't believe that. <laughs> like, I don't feel great. But I just said, you know, always invest in yourself. You are the best thing to invest in. And if you want lobster, you treat yourself to lobster because that's going to open you up so much more in ways that you wouldn't even think. It doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but if you are keeping yourself deprived of something that you really would want to have, but you just are carrying some sense of a worthiness around it, especially something like food, a pleasurable experience, break that belief right away. So we all got something. And while that sounded crazy to somebody or that sounded like, oh, come on, that's not a big deal. It's the same energy no matter where you feel that energy in. If you don't feel worthy of receiving a certain amount of income, it's the same. If you don't feel worthy of receiving love or a relationship that is a high value relationship that it seems crazy to be able to experience that. It seems like it's only something in movies. It seems unrealistic. It's the same energy. It, it doesn't matter. We're all in different spaces in our minds. And when we have been conditioned and torn down and told to us that maybe we were not worthy of something, or maybe we were picked on a lot, or maybe we were bullied. Yeah, you best believe that's going to condition your mind to think, well, I'm not that great. And so that really hurts my heart for anybody feeling like that. And even for myself at times when I can reflect back on those moments where I was like, I don't know, like, I'm going to say I deserve it. But inside, I really didn't feel like that. And I had to work really, really hard on myself. And once I did get to that space of getting over that hump and breaking that limiting belief and actually receiving that thing, yeah, you know, it felt great. I felt that high in the beginning, like, oh man, I like I made it. <laughs> I, I received this thing that I really wanted. And then over time, it just became the new norm. It just became the new standard for me. So that's the first step that I want you to incorporate when it comes to reinventing your self-concept increase your standards. I know some of us are like, I don't know, but in some area of your life, just elevate your standards and just see how much that when you get to that space, you realize, oh my God, why did I think I didn't deserve this? Like, this is just, this just fits me, right? So raise your standards. And a part of that requires for us to do some internal work. It requires for us to do some shifting. It requires for us to do some learning and some unlearning. Definitely raise your standards, okay? You owe it to yourself. Raise those standards, ladies and gentlemen. 
The next way to reinvent your self-concept, I want you to take a break from all of the things that you say you are. We are some clingy individuals when it comes to our identity. We love labels. We love identifiers. We love anything that says, this is who I am. And sometimes you have this inner voice after you've become the person that you say you are that says, this doesn't feel like it either, right? This doesn't really feel like me either. I don't know that I really feel like this fits, but you've made such a big fuss about it. You've expressed it to the world. I am fill in the blank and this is me and this defines me. And we create an entire identity in that. And every time we step into a new identity, it's even stronger. That's all we can talk about. That's all that we focus on. We try to get the matching hat to go along with it. We wear the hoodie and (laughs) we plaster our walls with all of it. And just as a reminder, you are a soul first. And an identity that you have, which is your ego, just provides this way of being able to navigate the world through a certain perception. And it's a way that you navigate through the world and how you armor yourself and how you protect yourself and how you differentiate yourself between who you are and who others are and That's why we do that. And when we don't have this really deep, deep connection with our soul, with our spirit, where we are just allowing ourselves to be, and I know it's hard. Some people just are not wrapped like that. Like a lot of people are like, nah, I don't know. That doesn't work for me. I can't be all floaty. (laughs) I need to know who am I? But if you could take a moment to strip away everything you've told yourself of who you are and come down to your core as close as you can. There's so much peace in that. When you assign so many labels to yourself, you immediately block yourself from other opportunities. As soon as you say, I am this, and because I am this, I must act this way. I must do these things because, well, I'm this, so I have to do that. And it helps, it helps drastically to not be overwhelmed with having to uh, (laughs) decide on who you want to be every single day, but take a moment to give yourself the gift of just being without putting labels on who you are and focus on what brings you joy. What do you like to do? What are your talents? What lights you up inside? That has nothing to do with what you call yourself. Maybe it's even just for a day. Maybe it's for a week. Maybe it's for a month. However long you want to do it, it doesn't matter. But just have one moment where you're like, I'm not gonna sit here and define myself right now. And you'll find that you'll connect deeper. You'll receive more. You'll 
be able to feel so light in life where you're not having to constantly say, I am this. This is who I am right now. Do you see me? Do you see me? This is who I am. That doesn't have to be you right now. So again, I can go down a list of a million labels, but we all know the different labels that it could be. It could even be anything down to your astrological sign. You know, for me, I can say I'm a cancer, you know, I'm really sensitive or I get a little moody. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Let me just connect with myself. And so what's really helpful for me is saying I am this. And if I really want to use an identifier, I could say who just so happens to also be blah, blah, blah. I'm a communicator who also happens to be a cancer. So start with who you really are first and don't let the outside labels influence your actions because that will indeed absolutely stunt you and you may not realize it, but the more you repeat to yourself on a subconscious level, I am this, I am this, I am this, the more you say, I am also not that though. And any negative qualities that come with whatever I say I am, well, mm, I just have to agree to that. I got to fully adopt it. I got to be that 100%. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Do not let so many labels define your soul. Okay. Now to piggyback off of that, another way to reinvent yourself and your self-concept is to also... Look at the origin story of the outside influencers. Now, what I mean by this is what have other people told you you are? And there have been so many times that I've been told, oh, you are this. And it's because it's through their perception of that little glimpse of what they saw of me at that time. Maybe they caught me at a bad time. Maybe they caught me at a time before I developed myself further. Maybe they're reflecting on just a brief moment. A lot of times our minds get a little foggy as to what really happened during that time. And you cannot allow for that to tell you who you are. You know yourself best. What other people are telling you who you are is simply the smallest little sliver of a memory they have of you. That's it. If you put so much weight on what other people are telling you what they perceive about you and who you are, you will 100% block yourself. Rather, it's good feedback or it's negative feedback. This is also very common with family members, especially older relatives or your parents that spent the most time with you when you were a child. And even in that, you expressed yourself as a child in a different way around your parents than you were in other spaces. But that's all that they have witnessed of you. And so you grow and you get older and you do new things and you go on this independent journey of yourself and you learn more about yourself and you develop yourself and you work on yourself and you overcome things that 
help you to feel more of who you actually really are. And then you go to see your parents or an older relative or someone, you know, a family member, and they say, well, you know, you're always like that. (laughs) And they're reflecting on what they know of you from when you were younger. And inside, you kind of feel like, oh, no, I'm not, you know. But then they'll say, yes, you are. You always do that. And in that, it'll mess with your mind and you can regress so daggone quickly, (laughs) so quickly you will completely regress back into someone you have completely detached from. And so we all have every little piece of us living within us. You have your child self living within you. You have your teen self. You have all different aspects of yourself still living within you past, presence, and the future you. It's all living within you right now that you can access at any moment in time. And the mind and the space in which you are living in for what is serving you is what is turned on. But if someone can completely access the piece of you that you have decided to leave behind, it will be reactivated. So what do you do with that, right? One, I want you to be aware that whenever that comes up, now that you have that awareness to say, oh, well, that was just their little trailer of what they had of me, that little preview of what they had of me at that time of who I was at that moment. It's not me anymore. It's not me anymore. You can either verbally say, no, that's not true. I'm not like that anymore. Or yeah, well, I was a kid. I'm not like that anymore. You know, you can disagree. That's a great way of detaching from whatever they're saying is to simply disagree. Even when they're like, oh, yes, you are. I'm like, no, I'm not. You know what I mean? And you don't even have to explain yourself further or you can. It's totally up to you. But it's really not for them for you to disagree. It's for you to disagree. So you don't confuse your mind further to say, you know, they're right. I guess I am like that. And when we are in the process of trying to reinvent who we are, we are so vulnerable because we're going through a transition. So just imagine yourself as though you're like this turtle without a shell and you really can't afford to have any setbacks right now. So disagree. Somebody says that, Oh, well, you know, you're always like that. No, I'm not. (laughs) Free yourself. The next tip I have to share with you when it comes to reinventing your self-concept is to become more aware of your self-talk. What is your inner dialogue like, right? I don't know how many times I have said the most unkind things to myself because I'm frustrated, right? I'm frustrated. Maybe I don't look the way I want to look, or maybe, you know, I'm frustrated. I didn't get something done. And in the moment when I say something that's unkind, it's not that deep when I say something unkind. But the thing is, it doesn't matter that it's not really that deep, or there's not that much weight to it. To the subconscious mind, it's just recording it all the time. And it becomes really inconvenient at times when you're ready to shift and you feel so, so blocked. So if you're repeating to yourself, oh, I'm not good enough at this. Oh, I just can't get this. Oh, I'm so slow. Oh, I'm so frustrated with myself because 
I am always X, Y, and Z. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not blah, 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 whatever we're saying. Or, oh my gosh, I can't stand looking at my ears or my nose or, oh, I'm fat or, oh, whatever. You know what we do, right? In that, we got to shift that self-talk. And if you're not in a position to shift it yet, I know there's some people out here that's like, I cannot do the positive affirmation thing. I can't do the, well, just say I am great. The least we can do at this time is to reduce the amount of mean things we say to ourselves. Just reduce it. As soon as you catch yourself saying, oh, I am so, no, no. That's not true. If you can't say a positive affirmation, say it's not true as soon as you say something negative. Because regardless of what you want to believe, the negative things you're repeating to yourself are playing a role in your behavior. It is playing a role in how much you allow yourself to have what you want. It's playing a role in how much you push yourself closer to your goals. It's playing a role in how much you allow yourself to receive the very things that you desire. It's playing a role in how much you show up for yourself. It's playing a role in your confidence level. And all of that is blocking you from getting to the space you want to be in. So it does you no good to sit here and consume media and information and videos and all this stuff every single day if you are not going to do the work within yourself to at least stop saying mean things. If we can't say anything nice, don't say it at all, right? And I know these thoughts are going to come up. Why? Why are these thoughts coming up? Because somebody told them to you. Somebody told you the mean things that you're repeating back to yourself and you're just being a parrot. You're repeating back what you've heard about yourself because you've accepted it as a truth. You've accepted it as a belief and you're repeating it back to yourself. And now this time, because the mind is so tricky, this time it's not in their voice, even though they said it. It's not in that bully's voice that said it to you. It's in your voice. And that voice sounds just like you, but it's not you. (laughs) It's just mimicking the goblins that you have inside, those inner goblins, those old dusty little rude bullies that are chilling in there. That's in our memory. We've heard it. And we felt low emotions when we heard it. We felt hurt when we heard it. And if you notice, it comes up the most when you're ready to do something new. It comes up the most when you're ready to succeed. It comes up the most when you get closer to love. It happens the most when you start shifting from the person you are to the person you want to become. That's when those voices come up. But let you just chill at the bottom where you're not doing anything with your life and you're just there, you know, just coasting. I'm on autopilot. I'm just doing the bare minimum. Those voices are not going to come up that frequently. It's only when you go to do something new. Kill those goblins 
okay, kill them by saying that's not true. Because at one point in time, somebody told us all of this stuff, what they perceived about us, and we didn't have the courage, the strength, the belief to combat it at that time to say it's not true. We didn't have that. We didn't have someone to stand up for us to say, that's not true. It could have made it even worse to have someone else agree to say, oh yeah, you're right. How many times have we been humiliated in front of people before? Felt embarrassed about either our appearance or something we said or something we did or whatever it is. If you've been through something like that, I mean, yeah, that, that those goblins are going to come up. So when you take the step to reinvent who you are as a person, remember this is your journey. This is not about anyone else. This is not about receiving validation from anybody else. This is not about seeking approval from anybody else. And you're probably going to want to do that because it's what we do. We say we don't. We're kind of wrapped up like that when we're little kids. We wanted to say, hey, is what I'm doing okay? I'm learning how to be in this world. Is what I'm doing okay? And that still lives within you. Remember, all pieces of you still live within you. So I know you'll get feedback and I, even from me, you know, people will say, don't worry about receiving validation from other people, just focus on yourself. Yeah, we have to learn that, you know, that takes time. But if you can reframe it to make this a private, enjoyable experience for yourself, you don't have to announce it. You don't have to announce that you're changing You don't have to announce you're getting better. You don't have to announce that you're becoming this new person. You don't have to tell anybody anything. Make this a private experience for you. Allow yourself to fail in silence and quiet, invisibly, (laughs) without being seen. Man, that gives you so much peace. And what does it do? It also builds a stronger relationship with you. It makes your connection so much deeper. And if you're a spiritual person or a person of faith, then that's going to strengthen that connection with God as well when you involve God in what you do as you're changing. So this is not about the rest of the world. This is not about proving something to somebody else and to say, hey, look, I'm not that anymore. You see, I'm not fat anymore. You see, I'm not lazy anymore. I'm not any of this stuff anymore. You see, you believe me now? No, it doesn't matter. It's not for them. This is for you. Screw those people. They don't mean anything to your journey of reinventing yourself. In fact, expect for whoever's been a part of your life that's a temporary person to possibly shift right out of it when you go to change yourself because when you change everything else changes. Make it all about you, okay? All right. Now, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I got a little preachy, I know, but sometimes we just need to have a nice, real, authentic talk, you know what I mean? 
I hope you all enjoyed this. I hope you're enjoying reinventing yourself. And if you need a little help, if you need a little guidance, if you're ready to shift your mindset in new ways, have some challenge, have some supportive meditations and subliminals and everything to shift your mind in four weeks, then you can check out the reinvention program in the description below. It'll take you right to it. And there's even a coupon code and there's also a one day free trial. So you can at least just test it out and see how you feel the first day of experiencing those meditations. Okay. All right. Well, thank yourself for showing up today. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this and I will talk to you again next Tuesday. This is Heartland Podcast.